This is Colossal Soprano. Go! The premier destination for soccer talk with Emmy Award-winning play-by-play man Dan Dibley. Squirt! And international soccer savant Rick Tittle. Work it, work it. Let's kick it off. Well, that was awkward. So we might as well get started with <laughs> go. Lasso, lasso, lasso. Asso, asso, asso. Golasso supremo. It's so good to see you again, Rick. It's been far, far too long. I've been to Miami. And that's why we didn't do a show last week. You were covering the Super Bowl in Miami. Yes, covering, quote unquote. What I was covering was the various bars, pubs, taverns, and restaurants. What was it like when you took your talents to South Beach? I took my, I'm take my talent, not five, not six. I walked (laughs) to the bartender and he said, uh, do you want a drink? And I said, not five, (laughs) not six, not seven. Right. But it was fun. It was good to be down there, but it's good also to be home and it's good to be back talking soccer with you, Rick, Mm because we've got a lot to talk about here. We do. The transfer window is now shut. Shut it down. And uh, teams, now this is uh, who you have. You have to love the one you're with now. Yes. And also we can talk about the FA Cup as we soldier past the fifth round. Champions League around the corner. And yesterday, MLS on the 25th anniversary of the league. Hard to believe it's been that long. I was at the very first game. They had their new um, uniform reveal. And they had some stars. They had Colin Hanks and DeAndre Hopkins. Not Tom Hanks, but Colin Hanks. Colin Hanks. Tom <laughs> Hanks is uh, maybe he's passe. Uh, the earthquakes, by the way. I guess let's just talk about it. The earthquakes, by the way, they have these new jerseys, which uh, they say um, represent the city flag of San Jose, which I didn't know the colors, but they're light blue and yellow. Yeah, and they have two vertical stripes, which I'm not a fan of. Those are called rugby stripes in soccer. There are three teams that really have. Uh, the rugby stripes, that's Celtic, um, Reading, and QPR. QPR known as the Super Hoops because they have rugby stripes. So, not because it's vertical, or as we would say, referee stripes. That's the soccer tradition. Right. So, uh, I'm not going to rush out and, and get a new one. I, I think it's cool that they're mixing it up. They actually have a sponsor for once. But I want to ask you, Dan, because I don't, my pop culture references. I, I don't know who they stopped but. in 1982. Kinda with risky business, <laughs> <laughs> but they had two stars, two female stars who were um, out there with one was the Nashville one and one was the New York City jersey. The Nashville one was w- worn by a huge star named Lindsay Eli. Okay. Okay, that's my reaction. Crickets from he. Okay, and then the New York one was won by a huge star named Natalie Negrotti. I. I've heard of Natalie Negrotti, but I couldn't place neither Negrotti nor Eli. Quite I think frankly. that just happens to do with being raised Catholic. All these Italian names are going through our head. Yeah, somewhat. And, <clears throat> yeah. and talking about the earthquake kit, I do like it with the three stripes, the blue, and then the yellow cross, and then the four uh, vertical stripes below. I like it. I are there, it's a good-looking kit. Are there Adidas stripes on the belly button? I don't know if those are Adidas stripes or if they're just uh, good old-fashioned... Just four stripes? Vertical? Oh, it's four stripes. All right, so it's not DeMarca Midday Dreistriefen. No, Intermedia Cloud Communications, by the way, your kit sponsor, ICC, yes. which is good. And this is just a, a quick look at the kit as I swivel the computer Oh, you're right. Away. So there's three Adidas stripes on the shoulder, and then there's four 
whatever it's weird how adidas would oh that might that must be the logo for absolutely okay yeah for i I catch on rapidly well yes and then that's like the uh like when you see the 4g and it's the four bars that's kind of what that is uh evocative Uh, so we're getting a good signal we're getting four bars yeah we are can you hear me okay maybe if they win a cup we get five bars (laughs) that's not bad and Mm -hmm. i I like the new kits and i like you know change and mixing it up accordingly and plus you in miami speaking of five bars at least right Man, not five, not six. <laughs> Miami was super fun. Unfortunately for the 49ers, it didn't really work out uh, like they had hoped. Mm-hmm. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. I remember you uh, you and Whites and Crides did Indy, right? Yeah, we did. And we also did uh, New Orleans. Okay, which that's was, right. Uh, the subsequent year. That's right. I remember Townie telling me about his uh, Berman interview. That's right. Steve Berman? Uh, Chris. Oh, okay. Not yeah. the uh, the athletic media writer, but uh, yeah, not the the Bay Area sports guy, right? <laughs> <laughs> As we uh, or uh, Ethel Berman, who I, I don't believe was. Uh, yeah, I think it was time. a Merman. I think you'll be good. <laughs> you'll be great. Let's just break out into song. That's incredible. All right, have we started yet? I believe three, okay. two, and one. I took us down no. a little MLS tangent. No, there. it's a good tangent to go down because MLS is what <clears throat> just a couple weeks away. Yeah, starting rapidly right up but instead we turn our attention to match day 26 in the premier league which is it's a fait accompli now as far as who will win the championship it's just a matter of how record setting the margin will be you got to start by talking about liverpool as they continue to defy logic dominating match in and match out it's weird how it's it's almost not a conversation anymore because there's nothing to talk about they won the league now what else is going on? Ah. So you're right. The only thing is now is can they win the league by and with only dropping two points? They have that one draw. Um, news out of Manchester United, which I thought was unsavory. The CEO, Ed Woodward, had his home attacked by fireworks. Oh. Um, and we see that sometimes. Um, a lot of times in soccer, too, there are houses robbed when guys are on the road because you can see they're in Madrid in the Champions League. That means daddy ain't home. Right. So, I mean, listen, all it takes is one quote-unquote fan to give everybody else a bad name. Remember when Kerry Collins was quarterback of the Raiders, his home in Dublin, uh, somebody dumped all their trash on his lawn. That's just people. I know we care. I know we, we bleed and we cry over this stuff, but it's a game. You don't attack a guy's home. No, it's an embarrassment, not only for the individual, but for the supporters of the club. And it's a stain that, unfortunately, those people have to bear because the headline is always, Man, you fan trashes home. And so if you're a Manchester United fan, that stain, that smear is on you as well. Let's look back briefly. Mm-hmm. At uh, this past weekend, Man City, Tottenham Hotspur, what an absolute howler of a match. Raheem Sterling with a borderline felonious tackle only gets yellow. You've got the foul in the box where Hugo Lloris brings down Sterling after saving Mm -hmm. the penalty kick, no call. Mm -hmm. VAR again taking on more water. It's like the Titanic. VAR VAR 0 for 3 in that match. Sterling almost broke Dele Alli's leg. Right. Should have been a straight red. It, it, it would have been and should have been a straight red. So VAR 0 for 3 in that game. Um, Lloris off his line. 
Well, Larice was like his knee was coming up. I mean, technically, yes. I mean, you could do a Serena Williams footfall and draw her ire. Oh boy! To me, <laughs> to me, when you—that's one ire I don't want to draw. I know when you leave the line, it's usually a couple steps. His knee was off the line, so technically, you are right. And VAR, you never know what you're going to get. Right. Um, great goal by Steven Bergwijn on his debut. Bergwijn, the twelfth uh, Dutchman to score in his debut. I don't know the other 11. Is that right? Well, Raphael Vandevaart did for us, um, and he was the last, I think he was the last Dutchman we had, actually. But I call him Bergy, like the beer. Yeah. Over, over there, they're probably they're calling him Stevie Wanda. Uh, he went down with a knock later and took himself off, and it's like, you're in the big leagues now. You can't take yourself off, but he'll learn that. But that game against Man City... Um, was a great game. It was a 2 nothing. It was weird how they finally got a clean sheet. Sonny Boy with the second, late. Yes, and um, which was important. But this is a little thing that a lot of fans were having fun with. When you say something, it becomes, you know, a locker room fodder, as we say here. But Pep Guardiola, three, three times we've played Pep Guardiola since he referred to Tottenham as the Harry Kane team. Basically, that that's their only guy. They've played him the last three times without Harry Kane and beaten them all three times. Wow. Yeah. Is that a fact? Yes. So that's just a little something-something there for you. That's a nice little uh, little taste or a little tail end of what I thought was very, very entertaining. Of course, Super Bowl Sunday, mm-hmm. if you're a, a fan of the beautiful game as you and I that are. That was my real game, and then there was the Super Bowl. Yeah, and it's <laughs> that's a great way to start Super Bowl Sunday when you have a, a big six matchup. So the Premier League, again, mm-hmm. getting it right, scheduling that at 8.30 on that day, and... Man City really struggled, but uh, the news coming out today, really dramatic, kind of a grist for the rumor mill. Man City keeping an eye on one Lionel Messi after the situation in Barcelona appears to be disintegrating. Might the rich get richer if Messi comes to the Etihad? No. This is, to me, a 100... No. no. Anything's but No. <laughs> <laughs> totally. I'm taking my podcast and going home. Veruca Salt. I totally. want more. I want Messi now, Daddy. <laughs> I want it now, Daddy. <laughs> this is just complete fodder from the Red Toppers because Lionel Messi took the Barcelona president to task in the most respective way you could possibly do it when the president said, I don't think the players are giving a full effort. And Messi said, you know, if I may be so bold as to ostentatiously take a knee and to just say with all due respect that we have been playing our best. Oh, he wants out. (laughs) The situation is untenable. Uh, He's coming here. What a bunch of horse hockey. Bollocks. It's bollocks. It certainly is, yes. The 32-year-old does have a clause in his contract that would allow him to leave the club for free at the end of the season, although the full terms of the clause have not been made clear. Sources telling ESPN that while the clause is acknowledged, there is acceptance on both sides that Messi would not be allowed to leave for a rival, whether domestically or in the Champions League. So West Ham United, now the favorites to land Leo Messi. <laughs> Ever since they got Carlo Tevez and, and Mascherano, uh, who knows what will happen. But Mascherano! Yes, the knack. Thank you. One hit wonder. Um, this, this is the thing about the papers. Like Christian, Christian Erickson was interviewed by the BBC down in, in Milan. Now he's with Inter. And by the way, how about Big Rom? Ever since he went to Italy, Romelu Lukaku, 16 goals in 22 games. I mean, showing that he can still get it done. But Christian Erickson said, look, what I did was I was very honest. And I, I told Levy and, and, and Poach, and then I told Mourinho, I'm not going to sign. This is my last year. I want to try something new, but I'll give you everything I got. 
He goes, most players keep it a secret. I just thought it would be more honorable to say it out loud. And Mourinho said, look, the kid told me he gave all his effort. He was never uh, a distraction. And I admire him. He goes, so I kind of felt like a, I'm a black sheep in that way that I've never really, you know, people say I'm a bad guy, but all I was doing was being honest. And the headlines, I was a black sheep. I was never accepted. <laughs> like, that's not what he said. Right. But that doesn't sell papers to just say, hey, I wanted to be a man about it and tell them that I wasn't coming back so they could make plans. In other Manchester news, Odiani Gallo has said he took a pay cut in order to facilitate his final day, deadline day transfer from Shanghai, Shenhua. Mm -hmm. How much can he help? Manchester United, a team now desperate for a striker in light of the Marcus Rashford injury. I, I don't know what that guy can bring, to be honest with you. He's kind of a wild card. But I like the fact that you know, this isn't like Gordon Hayward or LaMarcus Aldridge leaving money on the table to go to Boston and San Antonio, respectively. He's going to play in a real league now, and maybe he'll walk around a town where everyone's not wearing a gas mask, which is probably good for him. Wow. Shout out the coronavirus. Yes, and uh, all the best to everyone involved. But the thing is, that was sincere. But the thing, <laughs> the, the thing is, um, to me, he's a. I couldn't tell you um, definitively what that guy's going to bring. It's a wild card. It is, but he's at least a guy who's shown that he can be a scorer. And when you've got Anthony Martial and Jesse Lingard, good mm -hmm. players, but guys who can't put the ball in the back of the net. Manchester United with thirty six goals on twenty five fixtures, and they sit themselves right now seventh place. Two behind Tottenham for the Europa spot, six mm -hmm. points out of the Champions League. So it is desperate times at Old Trafford. Yes. And by the way, when we change subjects, I do want to talk about, and it's fitting this week, the Lamar Hunt Cup. Yeah. Yes. So I've been dying to talk about the Lamar Hunt well, Cup. Because, and we'll get into the FA Cup, yes. the fifth round and all that. But first, let's just glance a little bit further at the Premier League table. Man City now second on 51. Leicester at 49. Those three along with Liverpool, appear to be pretty rock solid for the Champions League. But don't look now, my beloved Chelsea, flagging a little bit, fl fl flailing, just ladies, one win and three draws and a defeat in their last five with just a four-point edge on your beloved Spurs. Well, that's just it. It's weird how most teams are like, oh, I don't want to go to Europa, and now everyone's fighting for it. Um can you tell me as a Chelsea fan, and I, I didn't look it up, why is Pulisic not playing? Is he hurt? Yeah, he's been hurt. Okay. He's been hurt for some time. It's a, a fracture of some sort. I don't, it might be in his back, but. Oh, jeez. Yeah, he's out I for a, hear that. a decent stretch of time. And, you know, with Chelsea, they've relied so much on their young players this year. And as you know, in any sport, when you've got a young nucleus, you can't expect them to, to last all 38 matches throughout the course of a season. And, you look at the results, they drew Leicester, they drew Arsenal, they fell to Newcastle. It's been Ouch. a little bit uneven for Chelsea as they're just trying to hold on to that four spot in uh, the Champions League. And I know on paper it looks bad on a super macho sport that you're relying on somebody named Tammy to bring it home to. <laughs> not bad. <laughs> not bad. Sheffield United still the, the plucky little shoe on 36 points. They're in sixth. Man U and Wolves on 35. And then it's uh, just a, a complete morass between Everton all the way down to Crystal Palace in 14th. The uh, West Ham United, the team I predicted, would get relegated. They're back down in the relegation mm -hmm. zone. As did I. Yes. We're not fans of the Hammers, apparently. No, no. I, I predicted it would be a clean sweep of United. Oh, that's be right. Sheffield United. It would be West Ham United. And uh, the uh, Newcastle United, I believe, was the other one that I thought uh, would be relegated. But 
Don't look now, North City just trying to hang in there, trying to fight now within five points of 19th. And now Norwich will travel to North London to Tottenham to play the FA Cup fifth round as Tottenham now have gone to two replays. Uh, they drew at uh, the Riverside against Boro. They had to come back to the lane and they drew down at St. Mary's against the Saints. And just yesterday, I watched the game on ESPN+. Plus. They beat Southampton. And so now the Canary is there. So Tottenham is sitting pretty if they can get by Norwich, which, as you know, is rock bottom in the Prem. Uh, but anything can happen in a cup match. But they get them in London and there's no excuses if they can't move on, I would think. Yes, you've got uh, Portsmouth and Arsenal, Chelsea taking on Liverpool, which is a very intriguing Will match. they take it seriously? I think and they I will. wonder, and you know Chelsea will because mm. the, the Premier League not looking that promising, so you always talk about how clubs just want to get a trophy mm. Especially possible. the head coach, yeah. Right, West Look Brom at this thing. Yeah. is at Newcastle, uh, Reading and Sheffield United, Tottenham, North City, as you mentioned, Leicester City and Birmingham. It's an interesting matchup there, and again, how seriously will Leicester take that? Is one? that at St. Andrews or is that um, at the King Power? I believe that is at King Power. Yeah, the, in England, the, the in America, of course, home teams listed yes. second. It's, this one's they the listed King Power. first. Okay. Sheffield Wednesday hosting Man City and uh, Derby County, a side that we've both have been kind of excited yeah. by. They will host. Manchester United, as we are in Wayne Rooney versus Manchester United, yes, how player about that? manager in the Sweet Sixteen had to happen. Those, of course, will be in the uh, the first week of March. But before that, we do have Champions League action. We can get more into that next week sure. because uh, those matches will start on uh, Tuesday the eighteenth, and certainly plenty of intrigue in those ones. Just I'm going to throw out a couple of Lamar Hunt Cup things because. There are so many soccer teams throughout the nation, and the Lamar Hunt Cup, and of course Lamar Hunt, his son just lifted the Lombardi Trophy on Sunday. But these will start in April, but just some of the the uh, matchups here. The Pittsburgh Riverhounds SC, who play in the USLC, <laughs> will take on the winner of, we still need to decide in the MPSL, Westchester United SC, and a team in Pennsylvania called Vereinigung und Erzgebirge. They're good. Which in German means first bridge vacation, if my German is holding up there. So the first bridge you cross, that's where you take your <laughs> I vacation. I think the Carquinas, <laughs> when you're heading to Tahoe. Where are you going to vacation? Rodeo. That is my Vereinigung Erzgebirge. Port Costa. Oh, have you ever been down there to Port Costa? Very fun. Shout out to Dead Fish right there uh, in Crockett. Dead Fish. And go- Both my brother and my parents now live in Crockett. But okay. uh, yeah, um, little Crockett. You turn your clock back 20 years. Um, I will say in a battle of two bluesy teams, FC Motown will take on St. Louis FC. Not bad. Not bad. Now, is Oakland Roots in the uh, in the draw here for the Lamar Yes, Hunt Cup? Oakland Roots will be playing Sacramento Union or Sacramento... Republic. Republic. Yeah. Yes, I always get Philly Union. That is going to be April 7th in SAC, and I've been invited to go, and you should come too. Maybe we could do a live pod from... Uh... Maybe we could, and we could get Alex Haley to talk about his book, which they made into a miniseries, Roots. Thank you. Was it <laughs> Alex Haley? Alex Haley, yeah. I thought he was the one with the comments. Uh, no, that was Bill Haley. Okay, I got my <laughs> Haley's wrong. Actually, I just figured that out, and that's why they're the comments. Haley, Haley's comment. Look at you and I wow, solving the world's problems. <laughs> one podcast. Remember when it came back and they go, actually, it's Haley's. Right. That's like, actually, it's Sacagawea. 
Like, sorry. <laughs> Not Sacagawea. <laughs> yes. It's great. Lamar Hunt, U.S. Open Cup. That's It's fun. I, I kind of like it for the U.S. because yeah. it's the only cup. It's not one of these multiple, a multitude of cups, which, as you know, yeah. I take offense to. Yeah, you're not a big fan of the League Cup, we know. No, it's because there's too many cups. The Carabao Cup. You've got That's the, the League Cup. Right, right the mm-hmm. FA Cup. That's the biggie. Now, I think Liverpool will take the FA Cup seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in other news, we do have the Copa del Rey mm-hmm. with uh, Barcelona and Atletico uh, Bilbao just underway, nil-nil. Madrid coming up. Lou Atleti or Real? It was Real. Oh, you said. Okay. Real Madrid losing 4-3 to Real Sociedad mm. today in uh, the Copa del Rey quarterfinals. So a little bit of intrigue there. Sociedad we... has the kit member, Good Ball. Yeah, and he actually, uh, he did not. Willian Jose. In. Marcelo Rodrigo and Nacho mm. uh, scoring for Real Madrid. Odegaard, Alexander Isak with two. And Michael Moreno, Sociedad got a red late on that match, mm. but uh, Madrid unable to close in, so it's Sociedad moving on to the semifinals. So they got a rojo. <laughs> <laughs> they got a rojo. C, 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 C. Without a doubt. Es verdad, rojo. As we look at uh, match day 26 a little further, kind of an odd match week for the Premier League. It's going to be spread over the course of, wow, nine days. Yeah. Starting uh, this Saturday... Everton and Palace, Brighton and Watford, some relegation ramifications there, but really not too much intrigue. Although you got to give credit to Bournemouth, by the way. We were talking about Eddie Howe before. Mm -hmm. They're now out of the relegation zone in light of a couple of back-to-back victories. They're almost to the friend zone right now. (laughs) Which I found myself there most recently, (laughs) quite frankly. Oh, the Miami friend zone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little yeah. bit of friend zone there. Yeah. Dade County, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> hello. Dade uh, County, hello. <laughs> <laughs> like that. A little Larry King yeah, power. Yeah, I appreciate uh, it. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, Eddie Howe. Oh, Eddie Howe. Wor- worst, cre- oh. worst crest in maybe soccer. It looks like the, the woman in the bathtub in room 237 and The Shining <laughs> with her neck bent back, heading a ball straight up, which you never want to do. It looks like like a mirror image of South America with wow. heading a soccer ball with wow. Chile facing the wrong way. That's like if you took uh, Chief Justice Bork and you turned him upside down, he'd look the same. They take on Sheffield United <laughs> this reference. Sunday. Man City against yeah. the Hammers. On uh, Sunday morning at 8.30. Might Messi be ready to go for that one? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if he can get a work permit. <laughs> Maybe the biggest match of the, quote, match week will be a week from tomorrow. Wolves hosting Leicester. Oh. With uh, Champions League ramifications on the line. Hello. Wolves versus Foxes. By the way, I just thought of that. Um, now that Brexit is official, I guess you don't need a European work permit. So maybe are the doors more wide open for American players to make it to England? What are the uh, the consequences of Brexit as it pertains to the, uh, the well, transfer Well, in window? the European Union, you had to, the rules were, you had to, if you were a foreign player, start in 75% of your team's last 10 national games. So what you had to do with any line of work is you had to prove you were better than almost all other Europeans. Unless you had a European passport, which is what Pulisic had because his dad has part Croatian. Um, so you had to, guys like Jovan Karofsky, it was hard for him because he wasn't in the national team, even though he led 
the youth team at Man United in goals. And that was a youth team with the Neville brothers and Paul Scholes and Nicky Budd and David Beckham. He was the leading scorer, but they, he couldn't get a work permit because he wasn't playing for the national team. So I wonder now if guys who like Jovan Karofsky, they can now play in England. I don't know that, Dan, huh. as I wonder out loud. Yeah, I like that. And Pulisic, by the way, with a leg injury, a leg muscle injury. Mm. He's been out since uh, late December. They hope that he might be good to go against Man U on February 17th, but they've been struggling in large part since he's been out. And as you know, he signed in a $73 million move, the biggest contract ever signed by a uh, American-born mm-hmm. player. And and worth it. So it's it's muscular, so it sounds good. He's going to be back soon. Hopefully uh, Sadio Mane returns for Liverpool. My fantasy team has been devastated mm. without him mm. of late, and he's, I think, isn't it funny 75%. How they isn't it funny they don't need him? Right? <laughs> I mean, it's hilarious that they don't need him. You, just, you yeah. plug and play, and you, and you move on, and you, you throw in... What, uh, Adam Lalana or... Yeah. It's like saying the, the Chiefs don't need Mahomes. We're, we're fine. Yeah. It's, it's like, well, how good is this damn team? Pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. You've got uh, Villa taking on your Spurs. That'll be a week from this Sunday, which is... Uh, it's impressive because of what the Spurs have done They with Bergwijn coming in and uh, the 19-year-old they brought up who looked so impressive in his debut. Um, yeah, Jafet uh, Tangana. He's, Tangana is who it is. Uh-huh. He's a... Um, Not Frank Tangana. No, no, no. Tangana. Reinvented himself. Fireballer, junkballer. Wow. Yes. Um, but uh, Tangana's from Hackney. He's a London kid. He's from the academy. It's always fun when you get one of your own, like a Harry Kane or a Harry Winks, you know, and you bring him up through the system. Um, he's made some mistakes that have led to a couple goals, but he's pretty fearless. He's a strong kid. He held his own. In fact, yesterday against Danny Ings, who's a big strapping uh, striker for Southampton, who used to be on Liverpool's books until they got too good. They didn't need him. He, You know that play where you sort of shepherd the ball out of bounds? There's Ings on his back, and, and he held him off. You know, He didn't fall down. Also, this was the first, um, and both Argentines were out in La Celso and Lamella. So Gedson Fernandez, who they just got from Benfica, he had a really good game. Uh, he's a, a live wire. I'd like to see a little bit more of him. But as we see, they did not get an out-and-out striker to fill in for Harry Kane. So their depth right now, I mean, they're going to have Lucas Mora and Sonny up front. And if one of those guys gets hurt, then it's yikes. And Deli Ali, what's his status after the uh, near leg break from uh, Raheem Sterling? Luckily, it was, you know, it's good to be young and strong. Luckily, he was fine. He had a, he came on as a sub because he still, of course, was feeling it. They brought him on for Vertonghen, and, and Deli Ali was great. He ended up creating uh, the two goals, which was fantastic. I thought he was man of the match. Um, and then it's funny, Vertonghen came off and you're not supposed to run the length of the field. You get off by the goal and then you walk. And so he walked real slow and then he put his head down and everyone's like, oh no, he knows it's the end. I'm like, what? The transfer window is dead. Right. He has the rest of this season. And I know his contract runs out, but he wasn't thinking, oh no, this is the end. He was tired. Right. And it's sad (laughs) that his end is coming more often as a sub because, you know, you've got Toby Alderweireld in there and you've got Davidson Sanchez in central defense. Right, but. and and Sanchez didn't start. Um, and, and Vertonghen came off because we were losing. Right. So if you're going to take off a center half, center half, darling, you. you're going <laughs> to half. If you're going to take off one of the two, you're David leaving. David Hasselhoff. You're, <laughs> you're going to leave Toby on, right? And so it, was a, it wasn't like when Eric died, you know, Mourinho's first game in charge, 
We got down two goals, and Dyer came off at 25. Everyone's like, oh, he hates him. Thankfully, someone now understands Eric Dyer sucks. No, no, we're down two goals. We don't need two defensive midfielders right now. Makes no sense. Yeah, so, I don't know, people overreact to these things. Elsewhere in the Prem coming up, you've got Arsenal, a badly beleaguered Arsenal, uh, hosting Newcastle. Is it uh, time to regroup for Arsenal? Is it all for naught for this year? It's been such a struggle. Even Obamayang has been... uh, Obama Yang, as we like to say, or I mm-hmm. say at home, Obama Yang. I call him Barack Obama Yang. That's yeah, the easy bad. way to remember it. It yeah. is, it is. But he he's actually gone very quiet this year as well. Yeah. And if you had asked me two years ago if I could have anyone from the Bundesliga, I would have selected him. I mean, he just was a goal machine at, at Dortmund. Borussia Dortmund. I still would go with uh, the Polish rifle. Yeah, Lewandowski. Lewandowski. He's, he's uh, just a goal machine. He's fantastic, and he's a big, huge guy. Great target man for your crosses. But... Um, I told Arsenal fans this, the the moronic um, Piers Morgans of the world who just bleated to get uh, Arsene Wenger out. Be careful what you wish for, because I remember before him when Bruce Rioch was the manager between him and George Graham, that guy was nothing. And and it was sort of like when Niner fans wanted Bill Walsh by. I went to a game where they're screaming the game had passed you by. A's fans wanted LaRusa gone. Like, okay, that's fine. Farhan Zaidi wanted Bochi out. <laughs> <laughs> right. And it's like, who do you want that's going to be better? Maybe you'll get somebody better. But, and I know that Wenger had gone, what, five years without a trophy. But, and so, yeah, he's not the hottest guy. But it's like I say about any player when they say, cut Derek Carr. All right, you've created a huge problem. Now, what do we do? Start Glennon. No, 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 no. <laughs> Start Mike Glennon. If you have someone better than Carr, then I'm with you. So it, I was, as a Tottenham fan, I was overjoyed to see them run Arsene Wenger out of town. And now they sit with Arteta, who may or may not be. He, he has no acumen. He has no resume. He has plastic Devo hair. He's never said a word out loud in his life that I could see. And that's the guy. Well, that's a steady influence type of guy. I understand that. But, I mean, what has he ever done? When a problem comes along, you must whip it. <laughs> Very good. That's a little Devo reference for the kids out there. This was a production of the 95.7 The Game Podcast Network.